0: Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God, our Father, and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I'm tempted to stand on my tippy toes, so I uh, have ascended into the pulpit, yes? We don't need to stand on our tippy toes, though, to hear. If you listen carefully, it's almost there. With the ears of faith, we hear the roar of many waters the mighty peals of thunder the voice of the great multitude it is the cry of the church of god's saints in every time and in every place hallelujah praise the lord it is this word that echoes in the readings of god's word this night hallelujah Psalm 40, 146, 146, is the first of the last five psalms of Holy Scripture, known as the Hallelujah Psalms. Because that word begins and ends each of these psalms. It really is an archetype of our life. Alleluia. As we hear from the psalmist tonight, we speak to ourselves. I will praise the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praises to my God while I have my being. But this call to us is not just in Psalm 146, 7, 8, 9, or 150. You might remember this from Psalm 113. From the rising of the sun to its setting. The name of the Lord is to be praised. It is the very nature of our new being in Christ. Creatures of Alleluia. Alleluia because of what God has done. What only God could do. But trusting God, that doesn't really come very easily to us. It is, of course, the first and greatest commandment to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. Or, as you remember your small catechism, to fear, love, and trust in God above all things. No, it wasn't very long after the sixth day that the trust in God was broken. When the serpent coyly asked, did God actually say? And Adam and Eve ate of the forbidden fruit. It wasn't long after Moses ascended Mount Sinai that the people said, is he coming back? And fashioned for themselves a new God, a golden calf. No, the sinful heart of man loves its idols. Our false gods in whom we place our trust. In politicians, in princes, in laws, in the rule of law. As the psalmist says, trust not in princes. In wealth, in health, in wit and cunning. Trust not in yourself as if we could escape the troubles of this life. If only we had enough money, if only we were strong enough, if only we were maybe cunning and witty enough to escape the foe, but to no avail. For when the breath leaves, our plans come to nothing. No, in truth, we mortals are like the proverbial frog in the boiling pot. Maybe you've heard of it, the the pot of water into which the frog is set, and the temperature is lit. And slowly, imperceptibly slowly, the heat is raised. Soon this cool water has become warm, but the frog did not notice. Over time it starts to bubble, but the frog did not notice. Eventually, it's boiling, and the frog is dead. And all the while, he didn't notice. The reality of our sinful condition is just like that. We are conceived in this sinful world, inheriting that original sin from our first parents, who inherited it from every parent before them, going all the way back to Adam and Eve, For as by one man's disobedience, the many were made sinners. And so we are conceived in sin, born into sin, sin within and to which we add more sins, sins of thought, word, and deed, over and over and over again. And like the frog, we had no idea. In his epistle to the Romans, St. Paul remarks how if it had not been for the law, I would not have known sin, for I would not have known what it is to covet. If the law had not said, you shall not covet. Now, it was not that St. Paul was you know, not sinful before God's law had made it known to him, simply that he didn't recognize it. Because like the warming water all around the frog, immersed in sin, born into it, thoroughly corrupted by it, it feels perfectly natural. We do not see or feel the water warming until sin has cooked our souls. And that is why we cry, Alleluia. Because we had been Prisoners, prisoners who did not see the prison, slaves to sin who knew not our own bondage, the blind who could not see our damnable sins. But as the psalmist declares, it is the Lord who sets the prisoners free. It is the Lord who opens the eyes of the blind. By his word, by his law, we see our sin. We see our need for our Savior. And that is the purpose of his law, to convict us, to destroy our confidence in the flesh, our trust in princes, in the things of this world, our trust in ourselves, to strike and wound us deeply, and to open the way for the gospel, For as Luther rightly said, only those who are afflicted have comfort and are capable of it, because comfort means nothing unless there is a malady. And so as we hear in Psalm 146, recognizing our sin, we become like those who are bowed down, brought low in repentance, the repentance that is the hallmark of the Christian life. God be merciful to me, a sinner. By his gospel, we are then lifted up and robed in the blood of Christ. We are the righteousness of God. For our sake, he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Delivered then out of darkness into the marvelous light of Christ, plucked from the boiling pot of sin, placed into a new world, a new reality, new creations in Christ. We are yet in the world, but no longer of it. Now sojourners, wanderers in this land until we are called home to the new heaven and the new earth that is to come, we cry Alleluia. For the Lord our God, the Almighty, reigns. Let us rejoice and exult and give him the glory, for the marriage of the Lamb has come, and his bride has made herself ready, who has granted her to clothe herself with fine linen, bright and pure. For the fine linen is the righteous deeds of the saints, the righteousness of Christ that he gives to you, that he places into your hands, that they are yours, and that you may be his. If you remember your small catechism, the explanation of the creed of who Christ Jesus is, You might recall that I believe that Jesus Christ, true God, begotten of the Father from eternity, and also true man born of the Virgin Mary, is my Lord, who has redeemed me, lost and condemned person, purchased and won me from all sins, from death and from the power of the devil, not with gold or silver, but with his holy precious blood, and with his innocent suffering, and death, that I may be his own, and live under him in his kingdom, and serve him in everlasting righteousness, innocence, and blessedness, just as he is risen from the dead, lives and reigns to all eternity. Alleluia! The Lord God will reign forever. Your God, O Zion, to all generations, Praise the Lord. Alleluia. May the peace of God which passes all understanding guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.